Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. All right, you guys, Molly Trotter Gomez here, the Girl Strategist at Girl Power Alliance. I am super excited for our guest today. We have Jen May with us, and you guys, her story is absolutely incredible. You may need to grab the tissues. You're going to feel inspired. You're going to feel all sorts of emotions because I know I did the first time I heard her story. So I'm going to let Jen, because she probably tells her story way better than I could. Jen, welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast. So excited to have you on. I'd love for you to share a little bit about who you are, what you do, and then we'll we'll dive into today's story, which is going to include empowerment, confidence, and my favorite, including God in every area of your life, including business, which is going to be super excited. But Jen, we'd love to hear a little bit about you first. Yay. Thank you so much, Molly. I am so honored and just full of gratitude to even be a part of this and to be on this podcast. So Hey, hey, everyone. Um, My name is Jen May, just like Molly shared here. I am a woman who loves to support other women. I am such a big fan of lifting each other up and rising up together and supporting each other through ever, like no matter what industry we're in, no matter what we're, our, our dreams are, our passions are, our goals are, like supporting one another as we walk through, of course, the ups and downs of going towards those big things and even the small things in life. So a little bit about myself. Um, I am a single mom of now two teens. One is 15 and one is almost 18. Uh, I love them. They are my pride and joy. They literally, my, they saved me, saved me from, um, down a road, a path that just I would not want to go back to. And they saved me from partying and doing all these bad things, you know, really in uh, at the young age of 20 when I got pregnant. So um, I am just super proud to say that I'm a single mom because I think there's a lot of single moms out there that probably who have gone through such a similar um, experience as I have the last 20 plus years, um, all the way from, you know, being young and When I was a teenager, I won't get all into it because I have to share my my entire story here, but from being abused to having abortions to um, literally being raped at a very young age to, um, you know, my dad, my biological dad not wanting me and then my stepdad, him and I, you know, God rest his soul. I love him. I miss him. He's passed away, but I never had a man show me what a man's supposed to be, especially a Christian man, which is, it's hard, you know? And so, um, I was the girl, I didn't sleep around a lot, but I was with guys cause I would go from relationship to relationship, trying to just find that love, trying to fill that void. I wasn't a believer then I didn't know Jesus, but he chased after me. So all, you know, fast forward all the way till 20 years old, I was serving tables, bartending. Um, and I literally just, I, I was just trying to find someone to love me and I didn't know that was supposed to be Jesus. Um, so I got pregnant dating a guy three months into, um, dating and, uh, I was actually going to, I haven't shared this with anybody, um, ever, uh, I was going to have an abortion and I, I told him, I said, I don't want kids. This isn't my thing. 
Um, I, I just, I never wanted kids is what I thought. And he said, well, if you do that, we're not going to be together. And I said, okay, well then I'll keep her. Um, or it at the time. And thank God he did that. He's not a believer, but oh my goodness, it saved my life. Lexi is like my world. I, she's going to be a doctor. Like I can just start crying on that one. Mm -hmm. And so I ended up having her, him and I were together eight years, um, mostly on a lot of off, um, due to him cheating, due to him treating me terribly. Um, to him not doing the things a man should do and so we had two daughters in that time and uh um it was just hard it was hard I didn't know who I was I didn't know how to love myself um I let men just walk all over me and uh you know I would do all the, the spend all my money and all my time I'd be the one working the most and I just I just didn't have that I don't know. I didn't grow up with it. So it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't something that I knew. And so by eight years, um, I had started in the industry of online, I want to say marketing. I was looking for work from home when I was 20. Uh, I was, I wanted to be home with my kid. Um, and now it's of course too, but, uh, I wanted to just find a way cause I was serving. And if anybody has ever served before or bartended, it is a hard job. It is crazy hours. You're never home on the weekends. When you have kids, it's very, very, very difficult to find daycare and babysitters. And I'm like, I've got to work from home. So I started looking for jobs online, went through seven years, literally seven years of failing, investing thousands of dollars I never had in the first place, eviction notices on the door, couldn't pay my bills. I mean, like almost homeless. I don't even know how many times I can't even count. And, um, by about seven years, uh, I had some success in a few MLM companies, uh, and I, you know, did really well. I would enroll a lot of people and, you know, do the whole, do the whole thing. I was still learning and I would get the awards and all that fun stuff. And none of them actually compensated truly what the work and effort I was putting in. Cause I was still working 50, 60 hours a week outside the home with two kids, <laughs> um, young kids and building a business. I mean, I remember drinking, please don't, don't bash me for this, but I was drinking monsters, like three or four of them at night. Just to dun, dun, <laughs> yeah. Right. I will not do that. I got actually heart palpitations from drinking them so much in my twenties. Yeah. It's not good. People don't do that. Um, there's a better way for, for energy, but I ended up, um, just staying up all night, almost every night, building my business, reach. I was just doing the dirty work, get my hands dirty, learning how to talk to people, especially women. I loved helping women. So by seven years, found a company. I was just about leaving the girl's dad because he had cheated multiple times. I, I just couldn't even lay in the same bed with him. You could have called us married. We weren't married, um, but we were together eight years. And I just, I couldn't show my children that that's being cheated on was a thing. Like that's, it's okay to be treated that way and to have a man who doesn't love you or take care of you or make you feel special or loved. And most importantly, doesn't show up and provide and do the things. I mean, I'm a strong, independent woman, but it still would have been nice to see that, you know, and to show my children that. So seven years found a company that, well, it found me. I didn't find it. Partnered with some really amazing people. Uh, many of them I'm still good friends with. Some I'm definitely not um, due to the craziness that happens in the industry. Uh, but over the next five years, I went from poverty, single mom, like I had just moved out into my own apartment, 
old Jeep with this like, <laughs> like sound coming out of it. Uh-huh. Everybody knew where I was when I would go. Um, and it was just a, a eviction notice on the door. And literally within that next year, I went from poverty, like nothing to 40,000 a month. I'm um, just using everything. I, I, I won't say it was an overnight success. I spent seven years getting my hands dirty and learning on my own because I didn't have a lot of money to invest except for into the businesses. And so um, over those next five years, I made a million in the industry. I built up a multi-million dollar organization absolutely had the best time in my life. I traveled the world. I traveled, I don't know how many places within the country. I would go to the markets and open them. So it was more than just an MLM. I was like, I love people. I love helping women. So I'd go to people's, my team's market and just spend time with them and, you know, meet the people they know. And, you know, it was just a thing I did. So it was really great until about three years in, company got greedy. I will not name the company because I have respect for the industry and for people in the industry. Um, But it really just started falling apart. I also got addicted to pills um, due to the relationship I was in at the time. And so I went from like this crazy successful speaking in front of thousands of people, um, speaking in front of thousands not just online, but literally in front of people at events, like the coolest feeling ever. I was meant to be in the limelight. You can hear me getting shaky and just, oh my goodness. It literally was so cool because I had worked so hard to get there and my kids had everything. Like they went from having nothing to being able to do gymnastics and us having this big, beautiful house and the car and, you know, all the things, materialistic things I strived for, but even more, I had all of these beautiful friendships around me and these, these women I was able to help. I, I swear most of my team it had to be at least like 95% women. Cause I just love helping women. And, um, so those three months, three years in, you know, basically by accident getting addicted to pills. Cause the, the man I was with at the time, you know, I I want to back this up with, he had surgery and got addicted himself and he didn't really know he was addicted and it ended up pulling me in and I had money at the time and it got really bad guys. Like I have never really shared this with people because the judgment and people look at you and they're like, oh my goodness, you know, you're, you were in the industry you did all, you, you had all of that, um, power and that ability to influence and you went this way with it. And you know, if I don't tell my story, who's, who's to say somebody else doesn't get in the same position yeah, and they don't feel like yeah, that. I don't mean to cut you off, but like, that is so real. And what I want to just really highlight right now, you guys, is that like, there's a couple of times I've seen her get emotional while she's speaking. And it's like, she's been through some stuff and she's sharing things that are very vulnerable. And there's people that are listening to this right now that are like, oh my gosh, like, I I've been there or I've thought about it, or I know somebody and for her to come on and share with such confidence of what she's gone through, but yet she's wiping the tears off her eyes right now. As we speak, you guys, like, seriously, I just want to applaud you for that because that is hard. And there are people out there that are judging. And I hope nobody that's listening to this is judging you right now. Cause we all have our faults. We all have our faults, but God brought you through so much darkness. And I would love to hear the piece. Cause there is a lot to your story. There's a lot of heaviness but I would love to hear the the light from it too. And what, and like how Jesus saved you because uh, there it is. Like now she's beaming with a huge smile. We got a lot of emotion going on this show, you guys. I love it. So I would love to hear, you've gone through a lot 
And, and how did talk about that moment that Jesus just came in and just, you know, wrapped his arms around you, you know, that it was real. You knew that this was the moment because you've been through a lot, a lot of ups and downs and a lot of hard things in your life. And then you're holding it together for your two girls. Talk about that moment that Jesus really came in and it changed everything for you. Well, it's so crazy because I think once we meet him, we have this idea that life's going to be perfect and it goes the whole other way. Like the enemy comes at you hardcore because he doesn't want you doing God's work. He doesn't want you to know Jesus. He doesn't want you to know how loved you are and how forgiving you are and how amazing you are, no matter what you've been through or what you've done yourself. And um I remember I had moved to Minnesota in that business and that company had a lot of friendships out there. It was the first time I was really introduced to church. So I did not know Jesus. I was the girl who was like, who is this Jesus guy? Why are you giving him credit? You all are crazy. I did this on my own. Like it's so much pride and ego and it, it just was so bad. And I wouldn't be caught dead. I had a really bad experience at 12 with Christians and it really hit me hard. And so the rest of, and I like to say I'm a believer more than anything, because I think that it's a relationship with Jesus. Amen, (laughs) sister. Come on. (laughs) He literally chased after me. He would not let me be. But the moment I said the prayer, I remember I was in church. It had been probably about a year. I had started going to church and just listening and going with my friends and then my boyfriend and I had just, I just stood there and I was like, I know I, I, this is, he's what I need. And I remember just closing my eyes in church and just, it was just like this, I just said the prayer and I was like, okay, this is it. And everything fell apart right after that. So that's when my business started falling apart. That's when I got addicted to pills. Like it was like every area of my life got hit. And so if anybody's on here and they think that, you know, they've been through this, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm following Jesus now. I've led him into my heart and like life is falling apart. Don't freak out. God has got a plan because he, he really loves to refine us and remove the things that we are idolizing. And I had idolized money. I had idolized my leadership stance. I had idolized my boyfriend. I had idolized the people around me, how popular I was. I had idolized the life I had created on my own. And so I got hit hard and I I, I lost my business over the next two years, lost everything, like literally my money, my business. Uh, I did heal from the addiction within those three years. Praise Jesus. He literally pulled me. I remember sitting in the shower and I don't know if anybody's ever been addicted to Percocet, but it is a killer. It is a killer. It changes the front lobe of your brain. And so your entire body, your mind, your spirit, I remember looking in the mirror and being like, who am I? I'm a, I'm a ghost. Like I didn't even know myself. And we decided like, we're going to get clean and we're going to do this 10 days of literally just I don't want to say the word, but of hell on earth. Like it literally was hell on earth. I was in my shower in the corner, like seriously, like just, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I had just met Jesus, you know? So he was the only way I got through that, that right there. I will tell you if, if anybody tries to judge me for that, that showed proof that he is who he is because he pulled me through without me having to go into rehab, without me having to do any of those things. And so over those next few years, a lot of things happened. My sister passed away and I, I just kept going to church, but I was still with the guy and I was still in Minnesota. And after losing everything, I had no choice. My, my sister passed away who was 25. 
and her heart just stopped. I won't get deep into it, but she had done hard drugs and she didn't die from overdose, but it was because her body couldn't take it anymore. And then my other sister was pregnant and she was on hard drugs also. And so I had a choice to move back to Arizona, even though I, I lost everything anyways in Minnesota. I was selling all of my belongings. Um, and I had to come back to help save my niece and keep her because CPS would have taken her. And so I made the hard decision to leave back here. Um, and I mean, I basically left Minnesota. I went there with a BMW, got the big house, everything, and left there with the clothes on my back and literally sold everything and zero dollars to my name after making a million in five years. Wow. You guys, do you, do you, do you hear this right now? I mean, the amount of Gosh, I mean, so many words come to mind and you just have such a powerful story, Jen. It's like, it's incredible what, first of all, this happens to a lot of Christians. A lot of Christians allow human or the people allow humans to be the deciding factor of like, I'm not going to believe God anymore. There's like, you know what, somebody in the church, somebody did this, somebody did that, but God will always find a way to creep back in being like, cause that's what we're, our souls long after you know, our, our physical body, our flesh wants to deny and do our own thing, but our souls are never going to be satisfied unless they're connected to the true King, you know, to the almighty. And you said that you're in the shower, just like shaking, just being like, it's just you and me, Jesus. And sometimes that's all it is. And that's okay. We can look for human beings, the physical, but that is never going to fill in the gaps. But God has like brought you through so much fire. He's brought you through so many ups and downs and now with you today, you know, one thing that you really pride yourself on, I really want to turn to this piece right here is the confidence, the self-love, the empowerment, because you've been through the fire and all of us go through fire, but the goal should be when we go through the fire to not come out smelling like smoke, not looking like a hot mess, not looking like we're just like singed by the, you know, all of the above. Cause if you ever, I think we've all straightened or curled our hair, the, the smell of burnt hair. <laughs> Ooh, so bad. Right. We don't want that. Right. But right. You, have such a light and a confidence and a love about you that I know only Jesus can bring out of you because it just, the first time I met you, I'm like, Oh, I cannot wait to bring around this podcast is so exciting. So talk about that piece right there, the confidence yeah. love, the empowerment and how you get to pour into women because you've gone through a lot. So they get to learn from you now. Right. The beautiful thing is right after I lost my sister, I went into like, I was out here back in Arizona, basically with nothing living at my dad's cocktail serving. And I just delved into church. I delved into seeking him non, I had no other choice. I was so in such a dark place and I had lost so much that the only solution I had was him. It was like, it was almost like he set it up, you know, like he allowed all of these things, all these bricks and these idolizations to fall, fall down. So the next five years, but which has been the last five years, I seeked him crazy. Like daily in my, in my, in my own time through the day, um, and in the morning and at night. And then I was going to everything I could get my hands on Bible studies, whatever I could do to soak up the word and his truth about me, because I had been so crazy, like, Oh, and this is where it really started bringing out. He had me writing literally scripture prayers, my walls. I had a, my room was a war room literally a war room. And I, I was meditating on scriptures and at like 
even as hard as it was those few years, the confidence I was building, the love that I was building within myself, seeing how he loved me, how he chased after me. And I, it was not easy during that time, but I had him. I literally was almost homeless during that time, almost every single month, trying to help my family, trying to get back on my feet. And I, I just had him. And it just, oh, it was so beautiful. And so I moved a couple places, came, you know, came back here. And I just, there's something that has happened, like the shift when we are in the steps with him, that confidence that comes out in the, when he's refining us, when we're in the fire and he's taking all of those things that not just that we are idolizing and replacing him with, but we're like, we're literally all the hurts and the, in the, in the trial and the tribulation and all the parts of us that I was smoking cigarettes. I was drinking two bottles of wine a night. He literally all of those, he healed me from all of it. Like 20 plus years of smoking on and off. I, this is my biggest tip on this. You want some confidence. If you're in the sin, if you're doing the thing, don't hide from him. Mm. You don't hide from him. You pray while you're doing it. I used to, sit on my patio because I could not help but go smoke the cigarette after I had the wine. Right. And I would sit there and I'd say, Jesus, Lord Jesus, like I, I can't do this myself. I've done this for many years. I don't want to smoke anymore. I don't know how to get out of this. I don't know how to stop this. I keep trying and I would go like a week two and then go back to it. Right. And only be one or two, but it still was killing my soul. And so I would just pray while I was in the sin. I'd be like, take it from me within six months, gone, completely gone. No more desire. I can't even stand to be around it. It's been years now that I've been, you know, done with it, but it was just those things. The same with the wine. Like I actually got sober for an entire year to learn. Like now I can just have a glass of wine and it's not like a, I need to have two bottles, you know? And it, it, it was all these things controlling my life. And it just went from one abuse to the other. And he freed me from everything. And I don't know how else confidence can be brought up. Mm. And he speaks so loudly to me. And the only reason why I can hear his voice so loud, ladies, if you're listening to this, is because my head is in the word all Ooh. of the time. Because I pray with the weapon. I don't just pray like, oh, you know, God. And we start there. We start there like, God, help me. But when you start getting your head and your heart and your soul and every part of you into his word, what happens is it just, it's already in you. So now it's so imprinted when you go to pray or you go to fight something in your life, when the enemy's coming at you, you're like, nah, nah, nah. I am a child of the most high King. Mm -hmm. I'm a daughter of the most high God. I was made and created in his image. No way. Like you have no place to mess with me and coming out of all of that darkness. So the, I would say my biggest part of like what really those, that, that moment of like, Oh Jesus, like you're everything was, it was after the prayer. It was after the, the, the hard and crazy. It was the, these last five years where I I intentionally chose to seek him and I intentionally chose to invite him in my life. I intentionally chose to be celibate and literally wait till marriage. I'm 39 and I have two teens. Like I'm just a crazy person, but I'm not because I know he's got the right man. I know there's a man that's going to love me out there. And this is the thing is that us women, when we're going, when we've been through so much 
And we've done a lot of it ourselves. We've made a lot of mistakes ourselves, right? To points where we lose friendships and we, we lose people in our life or to the point where we've killed ourselves so much on the inside that we're depressed and dying every day. Like I didn't even want to get out of bed. I dealt with depression and suicidal thoughts for 20 years. I had no idea what that was the enemy. Like women, if you're on this, that's the enemy in your head trying to stop you from what God has for you, trying to stop you from believing what God says about you, how God created you. And when you know the battlefields in your mind, like, you know, like when those thoughts come in, oh, whoa, catching that one. I'm not ugly. I'm not fat. I'm not, not, I'm not unworthy. I am worthy. I am good. Where's, where's the Bible verse that says I'm worthy. And then I would just, I kept jumping for years because it was such a battle. Like this had been such a struggle for all my life that defeating suicidal thoughts, especially like you want to kill, you wake it up. You want to kill yourself. Like, why are you on this earth? You don't want to be here. No man's ever going to want you. Like you're just, you're, oh, no way. It was those things. And that, that just lit, I don't know what has happened in the last year, but he has blessed me beyond measure. He has given me the ability to have a strong job to now develop and build to the, the, the dreams that I know he lied on my heart, which is helping women love themselves, helping women know how to be confident in themselves, helping women to like see the light and break through, like just break down on, you know what? It's okay to cry. Like, let it out. Let's heal that. Let's get to the root of why you're making these decisions. Why are we all so judgmental about what people do? We're all sinners. We all make mistakes. And the only way we learn is walking through those mistakes. And I had no idea until I knew Jesus, all of these things. I never knew how beautiful I was. I never knew there was a savior that loved me and wanted to save me. So confidence is literally absolutely stuck and rooted in Jesus. It is in the foundation of not going to church, going to Bible. It is the relationship you personally have with them. It is the nights where you are literally crying and dying on the floor of your room because you don't have an answer and you don't have a clue. And the only one you have is him. Mm. And that is where confidence is derived. So I, I personally believe that crying and facing and doing all the, the dirty work, letting him undo, like, what is all oh, that Bible verse where all the branches were his branches, you know, and the roots that he's just got to dig up and prune us. And that's all he, if we allow him to, and that's what I did. Confidence was completely my confidence now, which is still growing, still changing. I still struggle every day. It's not going to ever stop. Journeys are what we're here for on earth. Like God doesn't, he didn't just put us here and say, oh, you got a destination. You're done. Now enjoy the rest of your life and retire. We have assignments. We have a job to do. And I'm finally in the place where I know my job and I know where he's called me to. I know even if I make some mistakes, I'm not going to stop and I'm not going to give up. And I'm going to do the things that scare the, the crap out of me because that's what builds us, right? Because he's right there. So I, I honestly believe my biggest moments were, it was a bunch of little ones with him. A bunch, I, I was baptized three times because I was just trying. I literally just wanted to know him. I want to know God's heart. I wanted to know how he thought, how he saw humanity, how he saw me, how he saw my children. How do I parent? I mean, 
literally my, I could even go down that whole road. My daughter's been saved and delivered guys like crazy. I would go down that road, but it is crazy that I cannot deny Jesus in my life. And I believe that when we are doing everything from parenting to our personal relationship with ourselves, to how we see ourselves, to our friendships, to even our marriage, I haven't been married, but I sure as heck know what a marriage should be and what it should be founded on when we're doing business or we're going after a dream, or even when we're online and we're trying to influence people and we're going after those big numbers and all the followers, you know, it really, really, really comes down to doing it all with God. Yeah, that's right. That's so good. I love that. This isn't, this isn't, this is powerful. And as we're wrapping it up, there's a point that I want to hit that so many people, when it comes to true wealth or success, they look at people's bank accounts and Mm -hmm. sure people want to focus on that. I get it, but there's a wealth about you, Jen. There's a richness about you. There's a success factor about you that forget all the money, what you've been through and what you've, what you've realized and where you're at right now, what you get to help women do that right there is wealth beyond measure. That goes so much deeper than paper money that we can go out and earn in a blink of an eye. Earning money is not hard, but earning and developing and crafting and getting an intimacy and relationship with the Lord, that right there goes beyond anything. And one thing I get people that ask me all the time, Molly, what can I pray for you about? Which I love being asked that question. I always say wisdom and discernment because Mm -hmm. I have my time with the Lord and I say, he knows what my heart's desires are. But if I say wisdom and discernment, that will get me through anything. If I'm in something great, if I'm in a, a tight spot, whatever that may be, if you have the right wisdom and discernment, you can always grow through it. And so Jen, you were just such like a light and such the, the epitome of that because you could have gone down a really dark path and you've gone down some dark ones, but where you're at right now and how you're choosing to take your story and have it be mentorship to other people is so, so key. So as we're wrapping up, you guys, Jen and I honestly could probably be on here for like another hour, but I would love Jen. I know, right? It's like, just keep it going, keep it going. But Jen, what's the best place that people can get in touch with you? Because there's so much more of your story that I'm sure you want to share and you do a great job of it across your social platform. So what's the best spot for people to come and connect you, connect with you? So I'm actually on definitely Instagram. So it's Jen May, I-T-S-J-E-2-N's. So J-E-N-N-M-A-Y. I'm a weird girl about that. It has to be two N's, not one N. Um, and it's the same on TikTok. And I do both. I give confidence tips, hacks, strategies. I also do marketing. Um, but my biggest thing is helping women become confident. I have a master class in the works. Um, I also have coaching opening up and a lot of really cool things. But um, my biggest thing is to coach women to really fully develop that, that foundation the mindset that actually creates the life that they desire. And that comes with being content with little and being content with much. And like you said, you hit it on the head. I will, I personally, my, my brand, what I do is, is to teach, especially women, how to love life with the big and the small materialistic. We can't take any of that with us. So if we have the mindset of loving ourselves where we're at and that confidence, it'll just take us so far. So yeah, it's Jen May um, on either Instagram, TikTok, both. Um, I love just, I give, you know, free, free hacks and coaching all the time. And then if you just go to the link in my bio, it'll have all the options for um, the masterclass that's coming out. And uh, if this is, this, if this podcast is out now and it's not, 
or it's already been out, you'll have the, of course, the recording. But outside of that, I do coaching and I love helping women reach um, their life and business goals. I'm all over the place, but to do it with God and confidence as the foundation. So love it. Well, Jen, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been absolutely amazing. So you heard it. It's Jen May, two ends. Don't forget it. But Jen, (laughs) so appreciate you coming on the show. This is absolutely incredible. What an incredible story and so glad that you shared it with us. Ah, it's such an honor. I had so much more to share. I didn't even realize I was going to be in tears. I just thank you for giving this to me because I think I needed it. I personally did to know the power of what my story can do for others. And I believe that wholeheartedly now, and I was struggling with it. So love you. You are the best. God bless you and what you all are doing. I just, it's such an honor. So thank you. All right, you guys, we'll see you on the the next episode. Bye everyone. Bye, everyone. Wow, that was super powerful. <laughs> I hope you got as much out of that podcast as I did. Wow, that was that was some good stuff there. I sure appreciate the women that are coming into the Girl Power Alliance community, whether you are a contributor into our membership, a guest on our podcast, or a part of our Ambassador Elite program, which is really us. It's kind of our uh, just our pledge to really live out this mantra of no competition in the kingdom, where we are helping you to grow your business by supplying you with a team and a platform and a way to get started um, with some of the tech stuff that maybe you just don't know how to do, don't want to learn, don't have time for. We are here to help you with that. Did you want to launch a membership? Did you want to launch a course or a couple courses or Um, we are here for you. So make sure that you reach out to us and just tell us that you are interested in the Ambassador Elite program. Uh, It's, we know that this is going to be a major, major thing this year in 2022. We're so excited about it and so many other things. Um, Our Faith Influencer Collective, which is for six and seven figure earning women that want to collaborate and grow together. Because, you know, the bottom line is you are dealing with different problems and different scenarios when your business has reached six, multiple six, and even seven figures in revenue. And so we're excited about bringing you the Faith Influencer Collective, a really, really powerful six-month program. We're going to have a couple of retreats and just some great things that we're excited to do together. And we are launching that at Activate, which is our incredible live event. It is our conference and expo for Christian women in business. Head over to activatewomen.live to get your ticket and to get register as one of our vendors. We can't wait to see you.